Hey, Matt, let's tell our six listeners, or are we up to seven now? I'm not sure, about our new recording buddy, Riverside FM, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Yep, Riverside FM lets you record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a 1,000 miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. And it's as easy to use as that meeting app everyone usually uses for recording, but has much higher quality audio and video. And they have a mobile app, so guests can connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for the final girl of recording platforms for podcasts, webinars, and other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. That's S-H-I-P-I-T to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Hello, friends. This is the Scary Movie Project, the podcast where we talk about scary movies. I'm Tara. Hey, and I am Matt. Abandoned as a child raised by the dark. Two (gasps) girls, right? Two girls must battle a mysterious evil force when they get left behind at their boarding school over winter break. Can you guess what we're talking about? Maybe you can, but I'm going to tell you anyway. We're talking about The Black Coat's Daughter. Okay? The Black Coat's Daughter is amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to uh. say one. This is, this is how I want to explain it as best I can here. I'm just going to say that if I could marry a movie, it would probably be the movie The Ninth <laughs> Gate that we already talked about. So this movie, I just want to have like a summer romance with it. <laughs> <laughs> is this is this movie your uh, is this movie your backup date? Yeah, no, it's like I, yeah, I want to have like a summer fling, a summer romance with this. Okay, movie. Yeah. a hot a hot summer. Yes, fling. a hot steamy summer romance with this movie. Yes, because <laughs> oh, I love it. So I found out about it randomly just looking at like horror movie trailers like a couple years mm-hmm. ago. I'd never heard of it, and I just happened to randomly find it, and I saw the trailer, and I said I must go home now and watch this film immediately. And, I think that's oh, how we found it too. It was it just like totally disappoint. random. Oh man, it's good. Um, which, so in case you were wondering about how Matt feels about it, um, he loves it. Yes. And so do I. Um, I, you know, I think there is something about the horror films that, and and just the films that A twenty four puts oh, out. Oh, they're the best. I, they are. They release some amazing movies, and this one is no different. Yeah, they, um, their stuff is 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 killer. No pun it's, intended. Uh, it's so good. They yeah. they just yeah, they just do great movies, and this one is no no different. Um, so this was directed by Osgood or Oz Perkins, son of Anathy Anathy. Really, uh, could be could be son of. Anthony Perkins, who, who is best known as. I was, was going to wait for you to say. Go ahead. I, I just, oh, I, oh I, I was he starred <laughs> in 
psycho as Norman Bates. Oh, God, mother, no! <laughs> and and this is Osgood Perkins' um, directorial debut. I will also make a note. Didn't his doesn't his brother do the music in this movie? Oh my gosh! You know what? I didn't notice that. And does he? Here is a sad part of that story, which I don't know. I'll just tell it because I just want to tell it. Their mother was a actress or like a makeup some Hollywood person. She was on one of the flights um, to California on September 11th. So she is oh, unfortunately geez. no longer with us. Yep. Oh, that's yep. that's terrible. Yep. Um, yeah, I think, but I think his brother did some of the music for the movie, I think. So they're okay, very well, that's cool. they're very I mean, talented. It's terrible that their mother died on September 11th. Yeah. That is, as we all know, a huge tragedy and uh, and something that I think is still kind of with us. Um, but it is cool that he worked with those two. Brother. Yeah, are, very, are 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 a talented brood, if you will. Yeah, they're, they're yes, good. indeed. Um, so another little. Uh, tidbit. So this takes place at a boarding school, and that boarding school is called the Bramford School. Well, I mean, look, he, he, what are what are staples of of horror movies? Catholic schoolgirl uh, boarding schools, right? And like and like Satan, right? Well, I mean, total <laughs> total staple, total staple. But also, but also the Bramford is the name of the apartment building in Rosemary's Baby. So I'm gonna say something real. I'm, I'm gonna like be a nitpicker here. Um, so the school in this movie is the Bram Ford. Isn't the mm-hmm. building in the Branford, or am I like just really going deep here? No, I'm pretty sure it's the Bramford with an M. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same. Very cool. Um, yeah. So, which, which kind of makes which in real life for you folks that want to see things, um, the building. Now we're talking about Rosemary's Baby. That is the Dakota. Okay. Am I right? The actual building in New York City is called the Dakota. You're better at those things than I am. Yeah, it's a. I believe it's the Dakota. That's I'm going to go with if you said it, it's correct. That is where. <laughs> that is where John Lennon was unfortunately. Um, well, we're talking about unfortunate things. I'm sorry today. Where he was killed out. He lived there. He was killed out front of it. But yeah, that's where. Um, yeah, the Dakota, I believe, is the name of the actual building. Sorry. Anyway. She's Matt bringing us down. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, like right in the first like I'm five just, minutes of the podcast. I'm sorry. Woo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, um, so on that note, why don't we jump in? <laughs> Jeez, God. Um, so it opens with the, the black coat's daughter, the song, which is very scary, by the which way, which is so like haunting yes, and like wonderful. creepy. Um, and I love it. It's such a great opening. And then we go into, um, Kat, who is played by Karen and Shipka, um, um, who you all may know from Mad Men or The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Which I heard was good. I haven't seen oh it. Oh my God, I love it. Yeah, ah, the, it's so good. It's scary. It's, it's like, is it actually scary too? It's, hey. It's, it's, not, it's not Melissa it's Joan dark. Hart. It's not Melissa Joan Hart, Sabrina. No, it's no. it's dark is okay. what it is. It's right. dark. Yeah. Um. Cool. So Kat like dreams that her dad picks her up for break early and then like all of a sudden the car is this burned out wreck and she says mom like so maybe her mom's in it it's really creepy and it's just this like flash and they do that like throughout they have sort of little flashes um of of dreams or or flashbacks for the quick little characters they're 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 really really they're little puzzle pieces honestly i guess but they they absolutely are they're little puzzle pieces for the for what has actually happened which which we find out at the end Mm. um 
but they they drop breadcrumbs along the way. Love it. And um, good, good, good Kat word. talks to the headmaster of her boarding school, and he can't stay to see her performance. That's just before break because he's he's going off somewhere. I can't remember where. He said he's, um, he's getting he's going upstate, and he's taking a train. He was that's all that we learned. Right? Yeah, and he so he has to leave before her performance. So here's and isn't that an odd? Just like it's like really good dialogue, but it's a very just unsettling scene, right? When they're having that conversation, she, she's laughing and like. He's like, what are you laughing? I mean, it's just, that's just part well, of what makes the movie right. so she good. Does that, she does that weird yeah. smile thing. And he's like, what's funny? And she's and right. she's sort of looking off to the side right, when right. she does it, which I think is 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 hints of things to come. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> the, 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 nobody can see what you did there. He oh, put, yeah. his, he put his fingers on top of his head for devil horns. Satan. So... Yeah, I think she's already starting to see things. Yes, but it's just, um, but it's just such a bizarre dialogue, and I I love it. I think it's fantastic, but it just that's like part of what makes this movie well, so good. And it's also weird because she does seem at first, at least before she starts doing the word smile thing, to care very much that he won't be there for her performance, right? Which makes it seem like he's you know maybe an important figure in her life. Okay, to her. Um, which I think comes back around later, which, which we can Mm -hmm. talk about as we get into all of, all of what the movie means and everything. But, um, so that scene happens. We just talked about it for way longer than it actually even takes for it to happen. (laughs) I just had to bring it up. I'm sorry. Um, and, but then we are introduced to Rose played by, uh, Lucy Boynton who may be pregnant and can't decide whether to tell the boy who might've knocked her up. That's right. About it. Catholic so school girls. we're introduced to that sort of, yeah, Catholic school girls running around with those probably <laughs> Catholic school boys <laughs> running around being naughty. Um, and then all the students' parents arrive and they're, you know, they're all coming in and it's, it's winter. So because well, it's right before the break, it's snowy so on if the it's drive. That, if a calendar member, she's crossing off the days. It's, it's the weekend after Valentine's Day. So it's like late February, right? Don't you remember she's, you know, don't you remember she's crossing yeah, off the I dates and it says, what day it, was. It, it says mom and dad are here. And then in the corner, it's, she had a heart and it said Valentine's day. So yeah. I didn't actually catch what day it was. That was a good catch. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so her parents are supposed to get there and they don't. Um, and sure Rose's don't. parents aren't there either, but, but Rose lies about it. Rose tells people that, you know, that her parents are already inside. She's and, a troublemaker. She's a, She's, she's she's a hellion. <laughs> she's a hellion. She, there you go. She's a hellion. She's a popular girl. She is. And a hellion a she's little bit. She's bad news. Um, and the headmaster, like, just doesn't seem all that concerned that their parents aren't there when they have their little meeting with him. Yeah, and he's, he's like, uh, whatever. Yeah, Rose maybe. lies and is like, they'll be here at Fran Friday. Maybe they got mixed up. Wrong day. And he says, well, surely Kat's parents will be here by Friday, too. And, you know, they just probably got mixed up. And I got to go. Catch the <laughs> train. Ya. Bye. And he leaves them with the two women who work at the school. I don't um, like them either. I think it's Mrs. Drake and Ms. Prescott. Oh, I can't remember their names, but I sure don't like them. Um, so he leaves them with with those ladies um, for the couple days that they're going to have to be stuck there because the school is closing and they're the the two they're, ladies to take right, care of it are the only ones left there. Not responsible to have them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, not really. Um, and he, you know, asks Rose to look after Cat. 
And what are uh, what are we assuming? This Rose is probably like a junior, and Cat's probably like a freshman. Is that our guess or something here? I think she calls Cat a freshman. Okay, that that watching point. it just to me that that's that would be my interpretation of it. So yeah, I think she says something about her being a freshman. Okay, most likely. Um, yep. And then so that night, Rose is you know supposed to be taking care of cat and looking after her but she's getting ready to leave instead and um she's talking to cat and tells her first she tells her that nuns the nuns at the school worship the devil that's right that's right so there we go off to a fine start um and then she i'm sure that rumor has never been spread (laughs) yeah she tells cat you know don't go in my room don't touch my stuff and immediately climbs out the window and goes off with her boyfriend and what's the first thing cat does Go in a room and touch well, her stuff. Obviously. <laughs> of course. She goes in a room and she touches her stuff. Um, which is kind of neither here nor there in the movie, but I think it's funny that it that's is funny. the first thing she does. It is. Yep. Um, so now we cut to our other storyline, which is Joan. So the one thing I just will quickly, much like one of the greatest movies ever made, Pulp Fiction. We have the nonlinear storyline happening here, which I enjoy. Right. I, so, but I you don't really it. know that it's nonlinear yet. <sighs> yeah, that's true. Like, at least when I first watched the movie, I right. thought for quite a long time that that these were all happening at the same that's time. True. That Joan was going to show up and meet Cat and Rose at some point. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, um, you're right. Spoilers: she does not. Well, yeah. yeah <laughs> so we're, we're all about spoilers here. So <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's all that's we do matter. is spoil things. So. So Joan um, is a young woman. She has, we get a couple flashbacks just to let us know that she has escaped from a mental institution. Bracelet. We'll find out later. Yeah, the bracelet. We'll find out later that she has actually um, strangled one of the one of the nurses or something and she's, taken her ID and purse. She's completely insane, yes. Yeah, oh yeah. She's, <laughs> oh, she's, yeah. she's not okay. <laughs> um, so she's at an, a bus stop late at night and this father Con- kindly a kindly old man he's not an old man he's kindly, a, kindly he's not, he's older like middle-aged. gentleman kindly middle-aged okay. gentleman okay okay that, there you go because i don't think he's that much older than than me so J- J- <laughs> we're james, not gonna call no, him older no james james how do you pronounce his name ramar james ramar is that it the actor he's uh, he no that, that dude's in his 60s i forget his name that what guy is his name th- that guy is in his 60s easily he's, he's easily the, in his 60s well, that's true because he's also the dad in yes. um he's a great Dexter. He, great. So one thing I'll, I'll yeah, say. Yeah, you're right. It's James Ramar. I don't want to get off topic, but well, it is part of the topic. The cast, I think, is outstanding in this movie. I, I really like them a lot. Oh, oh, it's a fantastic cast. I'm it's not so a huge good. Emma Roberts fan, but I think she does a good job. Well, anyway, we're, we're sorry. Continue. But no, yeah. no, no. I think she does a good job in this movie. I yeah. think you're right. I think sometimes she she gets cast in a lot of the same old like same type of. Character all the time, but I think she's. I good did in this love one. her though in what was the Fox show? That was Scream for, Queens. Yes, loved it. She yes, I love her in that. That was oh, perfect. That was I, a perfect role. She oh. was that snotty, bratty teenage uh, oh, college perfect. college girl. But right. that's the roles. She that's plays what she exactly exactly usually. So that's why she gets on my This nerves. is not <laughs> quite that. No, um, no. But Hardly. so this this father comes and offers to give her a ride. Um, they're heading to. Towards Portsmouth, which is, weird which is where she tells them they're heading. She's heading, right. but she's she's already looked at. We've seen her look at a map, and she looks at Bramford, and then it like goes past and looks at Portsmouth, and then goes back to Bramford. So she's probably actually going to Bramford and just didn't tell them that. Um, 
Now, is it odd he's offering to give her a ride? I don't know. Well, Maybe. at first, at first, I remember watching this, and I kind of was like, why? <laughs> what's what's wrong with him? Yeah. Like, what is going on here? But um, but that's all we get at that moment because then we go back to Rose, and she's getting dropped off by her boyfriend, who she's told about being pregnant. He wants to help, but she's just kind of pushes him away. She's right. like, "I'll take care of it," right. you know. And he's like, "So is that it?" And she's like, uh, "And she, you know, she gets out of the car and she goes back, back into her room." Yep. Um. And then she's in the bathroom, like washing her face or something, and she hears strange sounds. She goes to investigate. Now, here's where we really start start getting into some stuff. Oh yeah. She goes down. She's following, like downstairs into the basement, and she goes back. It's the end of a hallway, and she peeks through a window in the door, and it's like the boiler mm, room. Yes. And through that window, she sees a figure on its knees doing this, like really fast, like bow, sit up, bow, sit up, bow, sit up, bow, sit up. Um, what are they like genuflecting? What's, what's the word for that? I don't know if that's what, yeah. Anyway, uh, she's genuflecting. Okay. She's on her knees and she's like bowing up, bow up, bow up. Um, and so we will find out later that this is cat. Um, very shortly we'll find out this is cat. Yes. Now we're back to Joan. Who's been put up in a hotel room by the couple she was riding with Which, and the husband at that point, you're like, what? This is weird. Yeah. Right. Well, the husband, Bill, he comes in and talk to her. And he talks to her about God and how she reminds him of someone she he hasn't seen in a long time. And there's this moment where you're like, oh, my God, is he going to, like, do something? I don't want uh, – no, gross, well, while she's While she's just wearing a towel, by the way. Right. Yeah, because she's just finished taking right. a shower and she's wearing a towel. Where, where – good good thing to bring up. She We have also seen that she has a gunshot wound in thank her you. shoulder. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, oh, I that almost is, forgot that part. That is a that massive will come up crumb. later. That's, that's important. Yeah. We're gonna need that. Yeah, that's important. So yeah. if you if you thought, why the hell is she taking a shower? That's so gratuitous. No, there's actually a reason that we see her in the shower. Um, we don't actually see her in the shower, but we see her like right, right, right. like in the towel, and you can see the gunshot wound. Yep. So he talks to her. He basically just tells her like, I think he says like, why don't you just like get dressed and come down and meet me for dinner, and then he leaves like so you can eat something. Because the wife is already asleep and they've already eaten dinner, but he wants to get her fed. Uh, and the wife is, by the way, who's the actress that's, that's, that's his wife? Is the wife somebody? And I didn't notice it? I'm, I'm going to give you a character's name and I'm going to see if you can pick up on it because maybe our audience will find it funny. Okay. Uh, our char- the character, the woman who plays her, is none other than Mary Swanson. Does Mary Swanson ring a bell to you? Ron Swanson? <laughs> Dumb and Dumber, it's Lauren Holly. <laughs> oh, who is oh Mary geez, Swanson no, I did not Dumb catch that. I'm like, Ron Swanson? Yeah. Parks and Rec? And, what? <laughs> and she was awesome in a great television show called Picket Fences. Anyway, yeah, she's yeah Mary Swanson from Dumb and Dumber, Lauren Holly. Okay, Holland. so great there actress. we go. She she's, is from Dumb and Dumber. Which we all Because you never really see her much. She's always in the car she's in, in shadow. the dark. Yeah, she's in the dark. In she shadow, gets out. That's yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah, it's, so, it's an interesting one, one of these roles where she's a well-known actress playing a role that's totally out of character, and yeah, you never really actually even see her. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, you never really see her, and she, and she yeah. has a great speech. Like, okay, later on. but she's excellent. But like, so... so we cut back to Rose and Kat. Um, as you can see, we sort of bounce back and forth a bit here, especially sort of in this part in this part of the movie. Um, and Rose is asking Kat if she sleepwalks because she had found her in the basement, you know, genuflecting before the boiler. 
Um, and uh, they they talked when Cat tells Rose that you know my parents aren't coming; they're dead. They're dead. She's like, that's not a nice thing to say. <laughs> yeah, and Rose is like, that's that's not Don't a nice say thing. that. And then she tells Rose, "You smell pretty." Right, right. Which is also creepy. It's a little odd. Yeah. <laughs> so she's just getting creepier and creepier as the movie goes yeah, along. She's a weirdo. <laughs> um, and then as she leaves, I, this is the best. Rose asks her if there's anything she can get her. And Kat says, no, you had your chance. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I didn't, I didn't remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is like, damn. Right. What is going to happen here? Um, and so then we see Kat sleeping and she's like contorting in her bed. She's yes. Totally possessed. Like people. some, like some, like some, uh, possessed. what is it? What's, what's the movie they made? Uh, uh, uh Emily Rose. That was what it reminded oh, me of. She's Emily all, Rose. yeah. Kirked out. So, she, so, so Kat is like, at this point, you are like, okay, Kat's possessed. Like, there's yeah. no fucking bones about it. She's possessed. Um, and so then um, we go back to Joan, and Bill is getting her some dinner. And he, that's when he tells her it's his dead daughter who she reminds him of. And he shows her a picture of his dead daughter. And... Then- and Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> that, but then the part that I it's, love. Oh, wait. Do you want me to tell no, you who it is first? No, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. That wasn't what I was going to say. It's Rose, guys. Yeah. It's Rose. Ah, oh, my God. And what's cool you notice about it is because they showed the school picture day, and you saw the picture of Rose in her room, and then you see it again mm-hmm. when his wallet or whenever he takes that. And then, of course, the great part is you see that, and that kind of makes you weird you out. And then she gets up and says, excuse me, I have to go to the bathroom. And she goes in the bathroom and starts laughing. And you're like, okay, yeah. this is whack. And then she yeah. kind of decides what she's going to do at that point. And then anyway, so then keep going. I think so. That's when she makes the decision. Right. Yeah. And so so the the thing here, and this is this is not what it is, if you for those of you who haven't watched it yet, but I thought when this first happened, oh my God, Rose is a ghost. <laughs> Like, that is where my brain went. I'm like, holy crap. Cat is interacting with the ghost. How does this work? I think I want to say, I don't want to sound like I'm some movie genius, but I want to say- You I, think you knew? I think I start. I didn't know, but I think I was starting to be on the right track to picking that up, to picking up I what was literally, I literally was like, somehow, Rose is a ghost. Right. The, oh these, my God, Rose are, is a ghost. Some of this is, they're somehow connected in some way. <laughs> They know each other somehow. Maybe we're in the future. I, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. So so right after this, when she goes into the bathroom and she's laughing, this is when we actually get the flashback that shows that she strangled someone with a belt. And we see the ID and the ID says Joan. Joan. So that's, right. that's when that's when I think you start realizing her name's not really Joan. No, she, she is she's not, not really think. Joan. No, she's not at all. And she's obviously up to no good. So they're supposed to leave in the morning, but bad weather is coming. So... So uh, Bill says, let's get back on the road tonight. Let's go. Um, and they all get back on the road. Well, and also, remember, in the restaurant, I think, is when he starts telling her about what happened to his Do we need to talk about what happened to his daughter? Because he tells her, right? I think. Isn't that in the, isn't that in the restaurant when he tells her what happened? Uh, is it in the restaurant? Yeah, because or is when it... we get back in the car, that's when the mother goes into her hysterics. Yeah, I thought it was the mother that told her, but maybe not. I can't remember now. Well, um, she gets deeper into it, but he mentions yeah, the, how she he was mentions, how she was killed. Um, yeah, and she was almost eighteen. He says, or almost seventeen. 
And what they're doing is they always go back there every year to the to the school, I guess, right, to lay flowers mm-hmm. and just do like a remembrance. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, yeah. And the mother has this really she she she's beautiful. She screwed up. Monologue. And she, this has never. She will. This death of her daughter ruined her life. I mean, she yeah, is. She will never. She, well, and she's she is not just about mad how like her... at the moment. Like she screwed up like every minute of the day. Like she is like yeah. clinically like depressed, like screwed up for life. Oh yeah, and she's talking about how um her her husband like oh, keeps she... doing this, where he meets girls and he thinks they remind yeah. him of her, and so she she's says. Sitting... They never remind me of her. She says, you don't remind me of her. And then she says, yeah, and this great. is weird. She says, in fact, I can't really even see you. Right. Right. That, that was a great part where, yeah, they're in the car and they're waiting for him. It's just, it's, 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 it's the wife and Joan. And yeah, she's telling her, I bet he pulled the line where she says, yeah, mm-hmm. you remind her of, yeah, all that. They go through all that stuff. And she's, and you're sitting there like, oh my God, like this, this woman for her, this is like happened yesterday. I mean, yeah. This this yeah. her her life is, is and it's is a, it's been it, is we find out nine years. It's yeah. been I think nine years. They, clearly, their marriage is probably destroyed because of it. Um, they somehow get along, but this is something that just yeah, just by her outstanding acting, you get the feeling of how what an awful awful thing this is that happened to them. It's unbelievable. Yeah, she's yeah she's yeah. It's amazing. Um, worth watching just for that monologue. Oh, that's um, what I mean. This cast is out. Yeah, cast is outstanding. Yeah, this cast is fantastic. Oh, so, so back to Cat. Um, at dinner, she doesn't say grace, oh, yeah. and the sister asks her to, and she can't get through it. And she, I mean, looks like we terrible. know she's possessed. Yeah, she looks she awful. Looks she's like been looking death. worse and worse and worse throughout the movie. Right. And then she stands up and just pukes. Yeah. And um, they get her to the infirmary, and Mrs. Drake, um, one of the women, tries to tries to help her. She gives her water and she tries to help her take it or something. And Kat says, don't touch me, cunt. Yes. Yes. That's a, that was the line. That was and the, the line. last word comes out in this like creepy voice. <laughs> I love that. Um, and they ask Rose, uh, Mrs. Prescott, I guess it is, asks Rose to shovel the walk right, because the headmaster is coming back, back tonight right, now. Right. Um, so then the next thing we see is the headmaster arriving with a police officer mm-hmm. And they have to let themselves into their house because nobody answers. It's locked. Yeah. I mean, even yet, it was weird to me. Even the screen door was locked. Do you remember that? Yeah. Who, oh, who yeah. Locks yeah. The screen door. And so, but so when they get in, all we see at this point, that great we, we don't shot. see much yet. We just see that shot where they they're coming in, and then it cuts to from the inside of the house, and we see blood, a blood smear on the side of the doorway. Oh, it's so good. And that's all you see. Well, then then you see the then, two of them. Then you, then you see them and the and the guy covers his face because he, he sees something off oh yeah because they come in yeah and, it's obviously, and he covers his face right and it cuts and you're like oh whatever he and sees then, yeah, is and not then good hard cut to cat marking off the days until her parents get there right. and so we've gone back in time and it's currently the day before they get there and she goes down the hall and makes a call home Oh, but instead so of her parents, yes. she hears oh this weird voice. And I actually, so I had trouble telling what the voice said. So I actually went and listened to these these phone call parts oh, with yeah? the um yeah I I did it with the uh, captions so that Very I could tell okay. what it said. Good idea. Good. That's good thinking. Yeah. So what do they exactly say? So the say? voice says the voice it says, says kill them all or something like that. Well, first it says they're not coming. Okay, I I think I got that too. Yeah. Because she's like dad, dad, and it right. says they're Mom, not coming. Dad, yeah. And then it says. 
kill all the cunts. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. And so that's where she got that word. <laughs> that is hilarious. I guess. Um, and then now we see these past scenes with Kat, like the same scenes that we've already seen, but we see Kat staring into corners and this creepy shadow being in the corners oh, okay. staring into. So is that like, is that supposed to be Satan? Because it looks like the bunny man, which we love and know so so well. It does a little bit. Isn't I it? feel like it looks like the shadow of the big monster in um, Where the Wild Things Are. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. That's good. I like that. But yeah, but it's this it, big. It's this and it big looks furry, and it looks furry. And it has like and it has ears. two straight horns. Right. Well, I think those are the horns. That does not look like a demon or some sort of representation of, of yeah, Satan. Yeah, I don't me. know. I mean, it's, yeah, you know what though? Satan is not necessarily. We know that Satan is not necessarily the representation we've been told it is. Satan is whatever it that's wants true. to be. He, she, Satan whatever. Is, maybe right. Satan wanted to look like the monster. And in, can take the form of whatever it it chooses. You're right. That's right. In yeah. where the wild things are, and maybe I, it wanted to look like that so that she would trust it. There you go. And actually, you know what? <laughs> I, I actually do appreciate a movie that does break the rule of that and not use the same stupid trope every time. So that, okay, that's that, yeah, that's fine. So and it is. I mean, it is creepy because it's still like and a really just, dark shadow in the be, corner. It could just be a demon. It might not be Satan anyway. It could just be. A that's demon, true. So. That's also true. Yeah. Um. So then there's another call. She. This time, I think the phone rings and she picks it up. Oh, so the two times, sorry, the two times we see this thing, once is, is in the bathroom, right? We see her feet in the tub and we the camera pans and we see the, the, the mm-hmm. demon. And the second time is, where was the other one? I don't remember. Anyway, sorry. Oh, no, I, I can't remember where the other one was. Another one but at the we, end of the movie. But we do, but these are past scenes that we've yes. already seen. Right, right, right. Um, so then the, there's a call comes in, Kat answers it. This time, the voice says, you can stay here with me. Oh, very good. Okay. Um, Makes sense, too. Yeah. And and at this point, I think this is when we see she's killed Mrs. Drake and Miss Prescott. Yeah, so remember, it, it shows what they do when they, when they go back after that. She does, she has that knife. So I love when they, one of the, the, the descriptions of the movie, I think they said it's rated R for brutal, bloody violence, which I was like, okay, I definitely yeah. got to watch this. <laughs> so they, uh, um, Perkins, this, this guy, is, I think he did a great job overall. He, he, he does, I love that he shows just enough violence for you to think this guy is twisted, but not too much to know that he's completely insane. Like, I mean, he really shows her stabbing this woman, mm-hmm. the blade mm-hmm. going into her body, pulling her up, and like I said, it's like just enough yeah. of like three, four seconds to, you know, but just this enough. Is, but this is the first violence we've seen in the whole movie. And yeah. we're now like maybe 10 intense. minutes from the end. Yeah. And it's intense. And it like shows 10 her or 15 minutes from the end. Yeah. She kills the two women and then she kills. Um, It shows her killing. What's her face? Um, The girl. Well, Rose. Well, so, yeah, then. Ro- but but the best part is Rose gets up in the morning. And she goes to the bathroom and realizes she oh, has yes. her monthly. And she's so And happy. she's like, oh, so relieved, so yeah. happy. And yeah. she hears the door and calls out to Kat, but there's no answer. And when she goes down the hall looking for anyone, Kat just stabs her to death. So it's like, right in the stomach. oh, and yay, was- relief. I'm not pregnant. And now I'm dead. And of course, that, right, that's great. But what's so great about it is the fact that, you know, that shot is purposely done where she stabs her in the stomach. So does Kat have yeah. any thought that this one mm. pregnant you know what i'm saying does, does, does she know that she might be like that's such a perfect oh, i don't know i didn't even think right? about that you know she could have stabbed maybe her in the back she could have simply... slit her throat right she stabbed her right in the stomach though like i just think that 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 means that meant something i guess i don't know yeah i mean even if even if 
Kat didn't know that it still could have been something that that or or or, or the director for, put there. It's for us, the viewer, to on see. purpose. Yeah, right. for us. That's yeah, right. that's right. So yeah, that now, was great. but yeah, those, now those two we're murder back. scenes are violent as all get out. Oh, oh man. they're yeah, they're bad. And Ooh. so now we're back with the headmaster and the cop as they enter the house. Yep. And we see all what they and it, find. and it does that it does and that shot again. See, Remember, it does that shot mm-hmm, again where they go mm-hmm. in the door. And they do the panning shot, and you see them again. Yeah, yep. this time we see what happened. Exactly. And this time we see everything that happened. Yep. And so they and remember find she went Kat. to get the pillowcases. Remember she goes to get the pillowcases from upstairs. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and so when they find Cat, she's in the she's in the um, boiler room again, and she's got the three heads lined up in front of the boiler. And that was the pillowcases because she cut the heads off. And that was the pillowcases. And yeah, she, so went she was and, carrying them in the. And I love the one of Roe. I mean, that was you knew the way they just showed that. Where she picks her up by her hair. And just oh picks yeah, up her you knew she was cutting her head off. And just this limp, dead body, and you see her about to go. To, oh, that was just like it's and, so well done. And actually, this Man. time my husband pointed out, and he caught this. I did not. So, props to him. When she pulls up her head, her up by the hair, it does a close up on mm. her on her um her chest where she has her sweatshirt yep. with the with the school crest, which it. is a side, a, a profile view of a head. Yes. Yes. No. Great little piece in there. <laughs> so I did. Good. I, I did didn't catch that. that. He was like, yeah, no, that. they closed up on the head. That's awesome. perfect. Yep. Um, so she's there with the heads. They tell her to drop the knife or he'll shoot her. Uh, the oh, cop tells her to drop the knife and of or course, shoot her. All that, all that stuff is really cool because they went in and they, did some uh, changing the tone and the pitch on their voices. Remember that when 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 that part of that in, scene is happening, the cop. Oh yeah, yeah. You as the viewer are seeing they went in and 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 distorted the cop's voice, so he's speaking in this in this strange tone that is otherworldly or it's just weird. It's not it's not yeah, happening it's in weird. real time. It's, it's like kind of echoey and kind, slow yeah, it's kind of strange. Away, right? And he's yeah, put yeah, and and that that I thought was. A nice but, little touch into because you're kind of listening to it, uh, maybe as her persona because she's right, so if whacked it's from out from her point of view, right? Yeah, right. And she's so, yeah. And so he tells her drop the knife or he'll shoot her, but she just raises her arms, still holding the knife, right. and says, "Hail Satan!" Hail Satan! There you go. <laughs> and she's got a crazy, and they 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 uh, mess with her voice too. So yeah, that's a weird scene. Yeah, anyway, so he yeah, so he ahead. shoots her. Right. So this is where we get back to where we see the shot in Joan's shoulder. Remember. <laughs> in in quote unquote Joan's yeah. shoulder. Yeah. Um, so oh, so this is after that is the scene actually where Rose's mother tells Joan all about the 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 murder of Rose. And she says they had to take blood samples to match her head to the body. That's something. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. Which is uh, so creepy. Ooh. And then Joan asks Bill, well, we'll call her who she is now. Joan is cat. We know that at this yep. point. Now we know that. She asks Bill to pull over. I'm going to be sick. And she says, it's right? right in front of the school. And Rose's mother is like, don't pull no, over. No, no, don't. no, right. no. Don't pull over here. Not here. Not here. But he does. And then she just, Stabs them both to death. Well, it's she. Yeah, she she gets up with the knife she's got and just grabs him by the back of the head in the driver's seat and just slits his throat. Mm-hmm. And then she just gets all kinds of stabby on the mom. On the mom, and yeah. Just starts and, stabbing in the back, and they show that too. And yeah. just just for that two or three seconds that you just getting stabbed in the literally stabbing her in the back and just slaughters them. 
Yeah, it's oh, rough. And man. then and then she pukes. Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah, and then she? she pukes. And she's yeah. covered in blood because it sprays everywhere, right? And so she cuts their heads off and puts them in a suitcase. And yes, then, and I sure. love this part. Sure I love does. this part. Oh, yeah, no, she say. changes clothes. She cleans the blood off her face. She even puts on a little makeup, little blush. So I was going to ask this question. I, I love that you mentioned the makeup. Is she actually making herself up with blood or, or actual makeup? Is she using blood as like. No, she pulls out a little, like, she pulls out I a saw little... her do that, but I, I wasn't sure if she was actually using makeup or blood. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, you know, I thought it was makeup, but that Who would be knows? creepy if it was blood. Who knows? That would be creepy if it was blood, but I thought I saw her pull something out and using a brush with the with the makeup. Could, um, could be, could be. Either way, it's creepy that she's just beheaded these people, killed them and then beheaded them, and now she's putting on makeup. Yep. Um, and so we cut back to Kat earlier where she is now strapped to a bed and the headmaster, who is also a priest, comes in and performs an exorcism. And this is, I think, like the biggest, like, we know what's going on now moment in the whole movie. And that's when she sees the demon. He's again. performing the exorcism. She sees the demon in the corner. And what if she says, and that's important, what and she, she says. She whispers, to him, right? yeah, she whispers to it, don't go. Right. Or don't like leave she's or something. Yeah. Desperate. It's don't go. Oh, okay. It's okay. don't go. She says, don't go. I wrote it down. <laughs> Good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I knew Good. I wanted to get that line. She Good. says, don't go. Um, and then we go back to to Joan Cat, older cat. Um, modern day. Returning. Day. Yeah, mod, modern day cat. Um, returning to the Bramford School, going back into the boiler room in the basement with the heads. And Isn't that a movie? Two heads in a duffel she, bag, by the way? <laughs> um, eight, eight heads? Or eight heads. In, okay, whatever. It's a lot of heads <laughs> in that movie. There are. Um, and so basically, she's she's got the heads. And then... She's got them lined up in front of thing. And then the next thing we see is her out in the driveway in the snow. And she's, and she's bawling all and, alone. Well, of course. And she looks very disappointed when she goes into that furnace room and she kind of sees that the, it, that it's not on, it's not hot. Nothing's turned on. And she just seems like yeah. she's really dead. She's very upset anyway. Yeah. So that's the very end of the movie. And that, I mean, to me, and it's funny, I, I read a couple articles about this. And one of the articles I read, I think it was in Vulture, actually said, oh, well, she's 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 crying at the end because the devil has finally fully left her and she realizes what she's done. And I was like, no, what are you talking about? No. She's obviously, to me, it's very obvious because she says don't go when they're performing the exorcism, that she's lonely as shit. And she's just bawling because the devil didn't come back. Yeah. Okay. So because it was all she had, right? And she wanted it to come back so that she wouldn't be alone anymore. Yep. Okay. Her, and oh, you know, we missed the part where they find out that her parents did die. Yes. In the car crash, I That's forgot right. about that. That's right. All right. So, so she's, she doesn't have parents. The no. the headmaster has left early and didn't see her performance. Like, yeah. didn't care. Like, I thought her performance doesn't stunk, have friends. By the way. Was, that, was that just me or was she? Or was she, terrible? she was all right. I thought it was. I thought it was. <laughs> I know I'm being a jerk. Not a professional performance. <laughs> no, it's a 15 year old girl. What do we do? Whatever. Uh, all right. Yeah. So 
Okay, so you're, to, to your point, anyway, to put the, put the bow on it, I guess. Yeah, and I love that shot at the end. It's outstanding. All right, so I'm going to try to be brief. I have a lot of thoughts on this movie. Go for it. Um, one, I mean, like, like I said, my, my, my movie to marry is um, Ninth Gate, but this is my like summer romance I'd like to have movie. <laughs> it's, 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 it, it really is outstanding. I, the first time I saw it, I mean, I, I think I wanted to get up in my living room by myself and just start applauding, basically. Um, it's one of those movies to me where I like it so much and it becomes personal so much because I'm watching, I mean, whenever I watch a movie, I'm, all, I'm always, and so are you, wondering how did they shoot that scene? What camera was that scene? Well, you know, we always want to know that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if this ever happens to you, but when you really get into it and you feel like a connection with the movie, I was actually thinking when I watched that about how if I did this, they went into my head and they shot this the same way I would do this. Like, I would have done this exactly the same. Um, like, this is basically, they, like, stole the idea out of my head if I were to shoot this <laughs> the same way. Like, this guy literally got inside my mind and, like, did this. This is exactly the color I would have used. I totally would have used that shot. I would have used that voice. I would have used that um, that 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 setting. I would have just, like, that lens they used, that was, it was, it was like, perfect. And Yeah, I can see that. I, I love, I don't know if I'm explaining that properly, but but I love... Any, I I love scenery and mood, and this movie mm-hmm. I am just in love with the mood the, in this movie. The, the mood the, in this movie, the 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 cold, oh, the snow, the the very slow pace. Yes, it's slow, but it's not plotting. It's not uh-huh. like dragging out where no, you're no. like, oh god, this is boring. It's right. it's just very slowly builds. Yeah. And to be honest, you guys heard us talk about it. If you haven't seen it, even if you've heard us talk about it, you still need to see it because it we can't adequately Maybe. describe the actual like it's like tone poem in a way. Like there's so much Maybe I'm trying to say also richness to it. Yeah. Maybe I feel like I almost Yeah, I I'm I'm having a hard time explaining how really that is, I mean, if I had made that, I feel like I would have made it exactly the same. I mean, he literally, I, I would have used everything he used to do this. Yeah, the every same, choice he made just, was was yes. just it for this movie. It I mean, it was incredible. just the right choice. I could almost, like, see, like, one of the, I, you know, here, good example. I remember the first time I saw, I've seen it, like, three times now, the scene where Kat's on the phone, and she's in the hallway. I remember watching it, and nothing's happening. It's just, it's just, it's just a static shot of her. And I remember thinking... A slow push would be amazing, and like seconds later, there's a slow push. Like, yeah, little things like that. Like, like I swear, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like this is what I mean. I would have done exactly this stuff. It's perfect. But yeah, and see, for me, this movie oh. got me so much that I don't even think those things when I'm watching a movie that's so good that it just got me. Oh. I just watch the movie, and that's sure. kind of when I know that it's got me. When I'm not thinking about like, how it's made. Oh, that was a good choice, or oh, this right. like. When I'm just in it, that's how I know. It's like a kindred spirits thing or something. Like, yeah, like my mind would have done the same exact. If if, if you had given a, if, you, if you'd given a script to me and him, I swear to God, he would have gotten like the same movie. You know what I mean? I really really mm-hmm. would have. But yeah, the, the mood. I love. I mean, like I, I I am a cold weather person, and for me, the ideal day is a cold, windy, cloudy day when it's like 40 degrees outside. Now this is much colder. This setting, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. The 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 gray bleak frigid winter there's only one scene with any kind of light where she's shoveling the driveway the rest of it either is at nighttime 
or it's yeah. in the day and it's cold. And that last shot, whatever, I, I, I want to know what camera and what lens they used when they have, um, what's her face? Yeah, I forgot. I just said her name, Emma, whatever her name, Emma Roberts, at the very end there. That's beautiful. I mean, she is so rack focused and that background is so blown out. And it, 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 it's, it's outside because you can tell it's, it's real. She's frozen. She's frigid. She's bloody. It's beautiful. Like, this movie is just so, it is just such art to me. I thought it was just outstanding. I, 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 I love it to death. And one thing I thought was cool, I, I did the research. I wanted to find out about this. I was wrong. But, so they drive an old uh, Mercedes, an old diesel Mercedes, if you remember, Bill and his, and his wife. And I remember thinking, I did not notice the car, but that's I'm a car guy. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a car guy too. But I started thinking, I wonder because this is Oz Perkins, whose father was in Psycho. I need to look up if they, if Marion Crane's character, when remember when they, he puts her car into the reservoir or whatever, mm-hmm. was that a Mercedes? I had to look it up. It wasn't. It, it's actually a Ford. Okay. But that would have been <laughs> such a cool movie. That would have been great if they had done that. I think that would have been amazing. But. um Okay, I think I got all my thoughts. Oh, yeah, but what really about it, I, I'm with you at the end of it where, yeah, she has no one. She clearly is completely insane. I mean, she's just completely nuts. And for lack of a better word, the only person or anything in her life is this demon or is this spirit mm-hmm. that took her over. And that's what they say is, you know, if you're vulnerable like that, a demon will possess you. So that was how it happened. And never I, yeah, went I think away. that's why she let it in to begin with. Of course. Because she was so desperately lonely. Yep. And, I mean, I can't really get inside someone's head whose only person in their life is a demon. But, clearly, it meant something to her. And she went back after all this time. I don't know if she's sad about killing the people. Probably not. But, yeah, she's. I think she's upset because she went back and her... Her... I don't want to say master. That's that's not the right word. Her 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 demon, whatever is her demon, not not there. Yeah, he he, it did not come back for her for this time. Which which in a way, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you expect that that the evil demon or Satan or whatever whatever level of demon it was, what would be the cruelest thing you could do once you've gotten someone sure. to kill everybody and all they want not is you show up. to not I'm come sure. back? That's right. That's right. Like so, if you're gonna be evil. Yeah, that's the choice. But yeah, this 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 movie oozes dread, and I just yeah for for me that was just that was great. It was it, it was it was really 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 good. And for well, that, and, to and be we've his talked first about movie, this before. Oh, we've talked about this before. I love movies. My husband and I both love movies where uh, at the end you say yes to evil. <laughs> well, you know, and like, thank you. That's I was going to mention that too. There, everyone basically dies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like that's one thing I hate about scary movies is a lot of them end up with somebody living or being a hero. No, it's like Rob Zombie says everybody effing dies. Like, yes, that's what I want at the end. I want misery. This movie was about pain for an hour and a half or two hours anyway. Why do we need to be yeah. happy at the end? No, everyone's yeah. dead. That's it. I and, mean, there are definitely movies that do that that I love. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. there's something about movies like this. Yes. Like The Witch. Because it leaves you then with, Like yeah, Midsummer, where still. You, you go with the bad at yes. the end. Evil wins in the end of this. Absolutely. And, and it makes you kind of wonder. I mean, I guess I kind of wonder whatever happens to this poor woman eventually the rest of her life. Does she kill herself down the road? I, who knows, right? I mean, does she get picked up by the cops and go back to the <sighs> insane asylum? Uh, like who yeah right it almost doesn't matter because no, now that she doesn't have 
anyone, including her, right. her demon. Like, and then also, I wonder. It doesn't matter anymore. Is there a demon, or is she just comp- so insane? She made all this up. I no, always there's think that you know, too. No, there's every that too. Movie, though, I think is there really stuff. a demon? <laughs> like, maybe the reason the right. demon never came maybe. back is because she, there was never a demon, right? And she was just going crazy. That's what I write. I, every movie, I, I, I run that through my head. Like, remember we talked about Midsummer, and I was wondering, yep. if all of that even happened, or were they just on drugs so bad the whole time? Yeah, right. Because I always wonder, right. did we what we saw was actually real? So, yeah. But no, this Definitely. this movie is whew, it is. And yeah, for for his first film, I mean, wow, you're talking about. And the funny thing is, his geez. next film I don't like. Okay, that's what the the pretty little things that live in the house. What is the, it called? The pretty the I am the pretty thing that lives in the house. I'm gonna watch it because this guy. I didn't love it. Okay. Um, okay. So you know, maybe someday we'll do it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I wasn't. After this, I felt like it was a disappointment. Oh well, sure, I can I can see that. To me, I can definitely see that. Yeah. So by the way, uh, on. Kempville, Ontario, mm-hmm. is where they shot this. Yes, uh, Canada for New York. Yeah, yep. Kemp. It's supposed to be upstate New York, but they shot it, in which Canada. is well yeah. done because places in upstate can get incredibly cold and snowy like that. So it it, it represents itself pretty well. And apparently, it was like the coldest week on perfect. record. The week that perfect. they shot, I think it was Emma Roberts stuff. That's perfect. That they, it you know was what? like the, the coldest, coldest week they'd had. Colder the better for that, because then then you're yeah. getting then you are getting genuine cold feeling from your actor at that point, where they are genuinely yes. miserable because it's probably 15, <laughs> 15 degrees outside. Yeah, the colder the better for that stuff. So yeah, yeah that 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 bleak scenario is like to me movie gold. I mean, I just. I think it's amazing. It, it, it totally, yeah. it's like The Shining, right? You know, same kind of deal. It is, it, it kind of brings you in like that and you can feel that atmosphere that's just so perfect for it. So bravo. I mean, I, yeah, I love this. There isn't, there isn't a whole lot I don't like about it. I think the, I think the cast is incredible. I think the acting is great. Uh, yeah. I think everything about this movie is fantastic. I really, really love it. There's, really there's nothing I'd complain about in this movie. I love it. Yep. Um, Excellent. So, okay. So before we go, Guys, if you enjoyed the podcast, we're going to ask you like we always do. <laughs> Please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you're listening so more people can find us. And don't forget, send us your movie suggestions, your thoughts on the movies we've watched so far. Really, whatever. Email us at thescarymovieproject at gmail.com. See ya. See ya. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.